Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reed. And I'm your host, Craig Faye. And today we're talking about my best friend's girl. Woof. <laughs> the worst movie of all time. This is so bad. We so let's discuss how we picked this movie, yes. shall we, Craig? <laughs> it was um, it was one of our old audience uh, polls. Yeah, which you rejected out. Yeah, you were like, no, no, don't do this movie. And then we thought, hey, we know better than you. Let's do this one. And boy, howdy, do we regret it? We, I don't think either one of us had seen this movie no. before. Well, no, and I, I think it's hard even if you want to see this movie. Um, this movie is so bad that it is not on any streaming service known in Canada. Yep. <laughs> I checked all of them. I paid money to see <laughs> No. I oh, know. I stream this shit so illegal. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care, man. <laughs> nobody Cook ain't getting any of my Nobody money. should receive another dime for this movie. <laughs> not one person. <laughs> If, by the way, if you've gotten this far into the podcast and you're like, hmm, I wonder if I should watch this to hear what they're talking about, do Fuck not. No. Shut do it not. down. Shut do it not. down. You know what? And if you need to see the movie to listen to it, just give this episode a skip. I know I shouldn't say that. Just <laughs> fart into your hand, <laughs> smell it, and it's this it's, movie. It's better okay, than this movie. Okay, it's the worst. The absolute worst movie. I can't even... Okay, so who's... So we were a little burnt out on <laughs> deciding things. And we were just like, oh, let's just pick this one. It was an old audience. Pull yeah, it couldn't have been that bad. Pop it in. And the second I watched the trailer, I was like, oh, no. Oh, I didn't even watch the trailer. <laughs> I just dove in, and the opening scene was enough for me to go, well, uh, uh, is this the hero of our story? Is oh, this no. <laughs> Okay, so who is the villain of this story? Everybody. Yes, right. The director, the everyone. The writer. <laughs> the writers. Everyone involved in this movie is a villain. Every person in this story does not have anything redeemable about them. Yeah, and, and in the worst ways. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So maybe a quick recap uh, in case I hope you haven't seen it. For... for, for <laughs> The majority of people in the world and the majority of people listening here. So here's the premise of this movie is that uh, 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 American Pie dude, I forget his, Dustin, I guess. Um, just call him Haircut. Haircut. Whole haircut. Haircut is uh, dating uh, is dating our old friend. Uh, 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 Kate Hudson. Uh, Kate Hudson. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> 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 this is going to be a long one. Yeah. There we go. She's dating Kate Hudson. Kind of. Not kind even of. really. They've been on a few dates. And uh, she says, oh, things are moving a little too fast because he tells her that he loves her and wants Before to Before he's even put his penis inside of her. Right. Which they say a lot. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so he hires his best friend slash roommate, Dane Cook, who is a guy who goes out. Phenomenal actor, by the way. Phenomenal actor. Treats women badly is a total asshole to them so that they know how good they have it and they go crawling back to their shit boyfriends. That's his job. Yes. Yeah. This is like... Uh, I, yeah. To describe this movie would be... Uh, a, a Breitbart writer just jizzed all ah! over a script and was like, here you go. Write, write it, do it, live it. it. This is the worst piece of trash. I can't even, honestly, Greg, I was racking my brain. I'm like, who is supposed to be the villain? And I guess technically the, uh, the boyfriend that just wants to marry the sister for money. I'm like, he's kind well, that's of a, a, that's barely but a he's character. such a side character that I'm like, he's not even arguably 
Well, and I think I think that the movie would argue <laughs> <laughs> that Tank does uh, Dane Cook yes. is the villain. He's also the main character, and they get together at the end, so there's like some sort of redemption. But like the fact that he so they, uh, him and uh, and uh, Kate Hudson start to date and hook up and fall in love. Yeah, when he was supposed to be hired for a job. To help his friend Dustin. Yes. So I guess the movie's like, oh, you're sleeping with your best friend's girl. Hey, my best friend's girl. That's the title of the movie. Uh, So therefore you are wrong and you are cheating because bros don't do that to each other, man. So I think the movie thinks that he is the villain. I'm also going to hold up. He is a villain. Yes, all, but I I could argue every single person in this movie is a villain. Yeah, every We're, person in this movie, Kate, Hutt, all of them, all of them. Yeah, every every person in this movie is trash garbage. Yep, this is a dumpster fire of irredeemable people, and I could not attach myself to a single one of them. No, and 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 I want to make this distinction mm-hmm. because. We were ragging on a couple of weeks ago or a month ago or whatever in the podcast. We were uh, ragging on Batman and Robin as being a bad movie. Oh, what a dream. What a dream. What a dream. How? I, yeah, I'd like to retract that from the record. Uh, that is not a bad movie. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I didn't know what bad movies were until I had feast my eyes on this uh, performance. Because Batman and Robin, and we talked about this on the episode, but it, it felt like they were trying to accomplish something and it just wasn't our tastes. And yes. And or that they failed in accomplishing what they were trying mm. to accomplish, right? And that actors were having fun and all the rest. This is legitimately an offensive movie. No amount of weed could save this movie. No. You could not smoke yourself into enjoying this, I assure you. Yes, because the jokes as they come are just so crude and um, just not funny. Like there's one scene, and this is so gross. This is this like that's the thing is like this is a movie that makes you go like ugh like this is how you think one one first of all the movie thinks this is how men act because they're just all men and bros and let me just say it is not I think that is one person's idea of how men should act and that says more about them or the people who there's made not this movie. there is not a redeemable man no so here's the one that was so gross to me it's like. Dane Cook is at his job as a telemarketer or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, the new girl. And they all stop and ogle her, which like for the gross normally, but for this movie is like fine. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like standards of this this movie. That's like the least offensive. The world we're in. This is okay. And then the other guy who I don't even think is a named character just turns to Dane Cook and he goes like a bowling ball. And he, thrusts his fingers up and then like licks them in reference to this woman. And I was like, that is the grossest fucking thing That's to some... say. <laughs> no, just to say about someone walking by. Well, like, yeah, but it also it's... feels like something that somebody would say that they, that who has never had sex. That sounds like something a teenager would say to his friend yeah. to be like cool and edgy and like, hey, I'm super sexual. And it's like, yeah, dude, no. You yeah. haven't hooked up with anybody. Like, that's what it felt like to me. It felt like somebody that's never hooked up with anybody wrote this whole movie. Yeah. It's like a, there's like a crudeness to it that isn't earned. You know what I mean? Like, I'm no prude mm-hmm. or anything. Like, you can make a sex joke and I'll laugh at it. But like, all of this was just men acting 
gross. You know? Yeah. Not just being like, oh, he's always, and not even like the booty hound. Mm-hmm. He's always trying to chase those girls. It was like, I'm going to say, I'm going to think about sex in the grossest way possible. Yeah, and I think it would have been a lot better if uh, Haircut's role had been more redeemable or uh, redeemable at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? So let's talk about him for a second because okay. I think we could talk for... <laughs> yeah, let's talk individuals. I think that's yeah. probably a good way to break this this heat yeah. down. So we've got Haircut, and um, he's supposed to be our nice guy, uh. which always... Because he's the creepiest, right? Like, he shows up everywhere. He's... And the idea is, is like, he's trying super hard, but it's like this. And I think most women are familiar with this type of individual. Um, I have been courted by men that are like that. And they always end up being violent. (laughs) Always. Because they're too, they, they feel like it's not, you're not a person that makes your own decisions. You're something they deserve. Mm-hmm. I've worked for this. I deserve this. And it's like, well, no, that's not, we all have free will. Okay. You can't just decide what you deserve. And that thing being a person, it's insane. Okay. So he's creepily like stalking this woman. Basically they're kind of dating. She's like, and they work together and they work together. So she's like, we're going to keep it light. We're going to keep it casual. They haven't even had sex yet. And he's like, I love you. And it's like, okay, so she says, okay, I'm going to wash my hands of this. I got to walk away from this. We need to go. She's like, I've only ever slept with, I think, like, she says, like, two or three other people. I would prefer to get out there. Also, when she said that number, I was like, girl, I don't know. (laughs) 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 I don't know if I'm buying that number. (laughs) But that's just, you know, me and my lifestyle. Uh, But, yeah, so this girl then uh, decides, okay, we're going to cut this off or whatever. He loses his shit, decides that he is going to go back on his own morals because he does describe what Dane Cook does as emotional terrorism, which I believe is the most accurate term of what to call. The only thing they got right in this movie. Yes, (laughs) was that it is emotional terrorism, what this guy's doing to women. And he's like, okay, I'm going to hire you because I've, I've had enough. And then Dane's a huge dick to this girl. And then they end up sleeping together. And then this guy like loses his shit again. Like, even though they're not together, she said, we're taking a break. Like, I think we should see other people, all this kind of stuff. He still thinks that they're going to get Get back together. together. And it's talking about flipping out to the point at which he actually gets physical at the office. He sees another man talking mm-hmm. to her at the office and he goes in a conference room and starts like flailing around yeah. and like trashing things. And you go... Super stable. Super yeah. Stable. Oh, you're right. And his whole selling feature is that he's supposed to be really good on paper. Like he's got a good job and he's really nice. Mm. And I'm like... He's yeah, not and that nice. <laughs> he's not that nice, first of all. And that's a terrible way to pick somebody. It's like, well, they're good on paper. It's like, well you kind of have to have connections with people and you kind of have to want to spend time with them and you kind of have to trust that they are going to do things for you. I'm not going to fuck a piece of paper. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. That's the best way to put it. I'm not fucking a piece of paper. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Human beings are pheromones involved. I need to be able to understand. You know what I mean? There's some other gears here at work. So I would say the least villainous person in this context is Kate Hudson, who is allowed to make her own choices in life and date who she wants to date and sleep with who she wants to sleep with. Then she goes back to Dane and I'm like, yes. (laughs) And that's another thing that was so offensive. So, so Dane Cook then go, has this sort of routine where he, Mm. he plays songs loudly 
and you know like his, his whole thing is like sorry the stair is broken and then he blares like, like pussy pop or yeah um, he takes her to a strip club on the fr- on the first day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what else he does. A, b- a bunch of like he like tries to make out with them and like grabs them and stuff like that. Yeah. Which, which is just that's uh, so like that's probably a crime and you know all the rest. But Kate Hudson's character is then portrayed as like well none of this really bothers me because I'm the cool girl who's not like other girls. And if girls have a problem with that, that's because they're not cool like me. It's like no. No, he's being a dick. He's being a dick and you should be able to say if set. somebody's intentionally being a dick to you and you're like, ooh, this is working, like, mm. <laughs> you, gotta, like you gotta go see somebody about that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's abuse. Go check it out. Cause like I did buy into the narrative off the top of like because I think a lot of a lot of people have been there where it's like, okay, I just went through this breakup. I want to get wild. It doesn't matter if they're right for me. It doesn't none of this sure. matters. It's even better if they're not right for me because I don't want to be attached to any of this. Okay, so I'm going to pick somebody that's kind of a dick. I call it, but also I'm kind of a dick to you. I only call you at 11. I tell you to come over. We have sex. You leave. It's done. Okay, that type of, that's perfect. Okay, there, I, I could get on board with that. I could start to agree with that. But then this idea that it like changes into like all of a sudden he's like, oh, I'm going to take you to prom and that's all it takes. Like, are yeah, you kidding that me? That bothered me so much because it's the w- one thing that she ever mentioned. Mm-hmm that he happened to listen to and recreate. Also, I'm sorry, you're not a good teacher if you're inviting two strange adults to you or nope. your high school Especially prom. <laughs> one who is intentionally an asshole to you. Yes. That whole scene freaked me out because I was I, like, yeah. I, you're you're like, and I'm assuming it's like some sort of religious, it's like a Catholic school or something like that. Sure. You're like, yeah, for sure person I just met that was also trying to dupe me and be mean to me, but then we opened up to each other, so it was fine afterwards. And I did not believe that for a second. So he takes this religious girl out on the date to try and destroy her so he because her ex-boyfriend has paid for right the the privilege right who also looked like a huge wiener he uh, did look like a wiener um I, yeah he looked like another nice guy you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and and this religious girl like he kind of opens up to her and is like this is my deal and like comes clean and she goes she forgives him and i was like first of all if you were that strict a uh uh, uh, Christian, mm-hmm. you would have the moral <laughs> insight to say what you're doing is horrible to people and you should stop. Yeah. And I am not spending another minute with somebody so horrible and depraved. I would say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So this is another great example of a character that has an opportunity to actually be the shining light in this movie yeah. of morality and it gets shut down once again. Yeah. Uh, and I will say this was the only actually funny moment in the entire movie where I was like, that's pretty clever, which was <laughs> the restaurant that he takes the religious girl to. Oh, I wrote the line down che- too. Give it up. <laughs> Cheese's crust. <laughs> and it's a pizza restaurant. Cheese's crust. Oh, that's the part you laughed at? Yeah. The, the part that I'm, I laughed at. I'm good at. for a good store pun. No, the part I laughed at was, uh, and I'm going to fuck it up a little bit, but as uh, she's freaking out, the server, she's like, you guys should all be ashamed of yourselves. And the girl's like, well, you guys should have thought of that 18 years ago when you stopped my mom from going to the abortion yeah. clinic. I kind of like that because that uh, to me in my mind that's always the the idea of this argument
end of like, okay, well we have to save everybody, but you're blasphemous and I hate you. And like this kind of mm. rhetoric is insane. Yeah. So I do kind of like a little something sure. like that where I'm like, all right, give it to them a little bit. But again, I don't think it was like, it's not earned. I don't know. I, yeah. It's, it's not. Our, okay. I could, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like, cause I don't hate that girl. Cause she's been a victim of something. Oh, uh, I have point. like a, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, so to see her get a, uh, Oh, one-upped by also just a waitress that we've never met or has ha- never had a line yet. Oh, I'm always on the server yeah. side. Anyway, always a, on the server side. I mean, we were pretty far deep in the movie at this point. I was <laughs> kind of checked out. <laughs> what? Yeah. How? Um, I, I will say there's pr- the, the, the other really disturbing part of this movie is there is a version of this story that could work. Oh, I'm not saying I'm not sure. saying that it's it's makes them a good person for doing this. But like as I was watching this, I was kind of thought, what's the difference between this mm-hmm. and a movie like She's All That? Right? Where a uh it's kind of the I'm dating you under false pretenses. Mm-hmm. Um my actual intentions are not what they are. 10 things I hate about you, same sort of thing. Yeah. And we actually end up falling in love and discovering something about it. But So you could do a movie where you go, I'm the guy who's the asshole so that they go back to their ex. And that's kind of my thing. And you could do it in a way that wasn't offensive and came across as sort of charming. But they don't do that. They come at it from this extremely misogynistic angle. Well, that, yeah. And it's it just seems like it's like 10, it's always 10 steps too much. I'm like, there's a version of this where it's like, you're, you're, you're awful, but you're a lot like, like you're not putting anybody's lives at risk. You're not whipping your dick out at family events. Yeah. Which he does. That's a thing that happens as a, as a hilarious. So funny. Climax of the movie. Yeah. So can we, I want to dissect that scene specifically. Absolutely. Because so this is at the wedding after they've sort of confessed their love to each other. And then he realizes like, oh, he needs to be a good friend to Dustin, so he needs to break it off. Yeah, so this is the moment where he's like, okay, I gotta be a good friend to Dustin. But (laughs) at no point does he say, but perhaps I should be a good friend to Kate too. Of course not, because she's the woman and she's just an object (laughs) to be handed back and forth. So he has has this idea that like, I'm gonna burn this whole wedding down. I'm gonna like go scorched earth on this wedding. That way I'll never get, like she'll fall out of love with me. I'm never gonna get invited back. Um, There's a version of that where you just go, I'm going to leave. I'm seeing someone else and I love her. I'm sorry, goodbye. That's uh, a way better way to do that than ruin somebody else's wedding. I understand that they shouldn't have been married at all. But even, you know what? You know what I would have loved as a wrap up on this? Uh, Speak now, forever hold your peace. Somebody, he stands up and explains what went down. I've had a change of heart. Oh, okay. I could, that's something I could get on board with. You know what I mean? I'm seeing the tides turn on this character. Right. I'm going to do something redeemable. I'm going to stop this woman from making a terrible mistake. It's almost like I'm growing through the story. <laughs> Which does not happen at all. <laughs> Which at no I, point. In, in fact, the movie ends with him uh, trying to convince Kate Hudson to get back together with him. And he goes, she's listing all these things that she does not like about him. He's like, I can change. I was like, that should have been the movie. <laughs> yes, the movie should have just been you slowly changing. changing. <laughs> in order to be better, 
and his, not just his name is Tank, by the way. Something very notable of this movie. I feel like Dane Cook got to pick his own name. I think so too. <laughs> he was like Tank. It's got to be Tank for sure. No sane writer would be like, yeah, his name's Tank because like yeah. we really got to oh, pour sorry. the douche sauce Did on this. Did you think a sane writer wrote this? I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. This is. Can we talk about who I think is one of the worst characters in the entire movie? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Alec Baldwin's character. <laughs> yeah, his he's, dad. he might be the biggest villain in this movie, oh. and he is super duper wrong. <laughs> Everyone in this movie's wrong. Everyone We're sorry, guys. I'm trying to find a nugget. No, you to know defend. what? We're calling this a mulligan. <laughs> <laughs> Like every once There's in a while, we do one where it's just in this villains movie. all the way down. Yeah, this if you want to watch a movie full of villains that has a horrible plot line and nothing redeemable. There's probably one better than this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah. Don't watch this do movie. Do not watch this movie. I wrote, they buried this movie on the internet. I, I wrote a multiple points throughout my notes. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you have to do that just to keep yourself sane. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I just write this. little little jokes for myself that I know only I will read. You <laughs> why? Those are all in there. Uh, yeah. So Alec Baldwin is Tank's dad. Tank's dad. And he is a women's studies professor at a university who is sleeping with all his students. Which and would I be am, found out within 10 seconds. Oh, it's the grossest thing. And again, it's like this misogynist view of what a woman's study class would be. It's like, it's taught by a man <laughs> and all the women want to get with their professor. Because <laughs> they're all young and hot and I'm cheating with my assistant. And like, he's so overtly gross, even like to his son. You know yeah. what I mean? I love that scene because I'm like, no class ever has looked like that. No. You know what I mean? Unless it's like, okay, this is the room where we all learn how to walk on a catwalk. Like there's no that that was the most unrealistic group of women I've ever oh, seen. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm pretty sure lecture halls are set up like that. Oh no, 100 percent I thought you meant no. the actual room, not Jesus the people Christ. in the room. <laughs> Listen, Craig, I'm uneducated. Uh, I'm yeah, not yeah, that yeah. uneducated. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, that is absolute madness. Yeah, the idea that he's like, oh yeah, I sleep around. And it's supposed to give us a nugget into Tank's life of like why, why is the way he is. Tank is the way that he is. You know what I mean? He got it straight. There's nothing he could do about it. And it's like, yeah, I feel like there's several things they could do about it. Also, like he is an asshole by name. He is a telemarketer. Yeah. He's, He's denying people refunds for yes. products that don't work. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's real. Like everything Alec Baldwin said in that whole thing, I was like, this is so gross. Everything was really it's, gross. It's too over the top. Like he's literally just just starts whispering to his son exactly how he had sex with his assistant. Because there's somewhere in the middle. It's yeah. If he had a play, if they had a just written him as he plays in Thirty Rock. Yeah. Boom. Or I'm in. You know what I mean? You're too. You're too over the top, but you're like still palatable. There is. Yeah. There is a. There's a version of that character where you go. You're a man who is from a different time, and you go. Mm, you know, pretty good assistant, right? And eyebrow raise, and we know what's going on. Yeah, we Not get it. This long, grossly detailed thing about how you're having sex with a woman like half your age who is more than half your age, oh, who, who you work for and have power and authority over. Like it's, it's, I wrote that like he would have been me too so fast. 
Well, that's what I found uh, particularly unbelievable is I'm like, you can't for a for a women's study group, the ladies that are showing up to a women's study class. I don't think this is going to fly. You but know this I mean? movie doesn't respect women. Yeah. So that's what it thinks there. There's not a three dimensional woman in this entire thing. This is all mm-hmm. about men. Oh, yeah. I and just how, love to meet a woman in a movie that's not training for a marathon. Know. You know what I mean? <laughs> just look at it. Like, yeah. With a with a huge ass, apparently. Yeah. Oh yeah, Kate Hudson. <laughs> the biggest ass in the world. You say she's a huge ass and it just she's makes like me a sadder and thin. sadder. Yeah. She's like rail thin. Like you were so small as yeah. a human being. Yeah, this whole movie is a fucking train wreck. I mean, it makes sense. Dane Cook is trash yeah. garbage. I, I I don't know what we expected. <laughs> that should have been the red flag. You know, Dane, uh, have you seen Dane Cook's girlfriend? Oh no. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to let you bring up your next point. I'm going to Google this and show it to you, and you're never going to be the same. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I, uh, at every point in this movie, uh, wrote, how is there still this much time in the movie? <laughs> I was 15 minutes in, and I was like, <laughs> how can there possibly be? This This movie is an hour and 40 minutes long, everybody. An hour and 40 minutes. And is she 19? Is she 19? She's 19. She's 19. Oh, uh, and he is, uh, looks Nuts. old for his age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this is an hour 40 long, and it's two hours too long. This <laughs> Great. I told you, I took a lap. Yeah. I, I paused it right in the middle of it, did some other shit. I was like, I need a breather. I need to get away from this. So, not so not good. Yeah, and I just, I hate Alec Baldwin. I hate Dane Cook in it. Um, I hate Kate. Has Kate Hudson ever played a likable character? Think on that for just a minute. Hmm. Think we we covered. Uh, uh, oh, the one where the she something yeah. borrowed. Not likable in that. Oh, woof. Uh, I'm trying to think what else she's been in. Uh, like, Ten, uh, how to lose a guy? Something. Yeah. Again, not likable in no. that. <laughs> yeah, she kind of always plays like a broy like. Oh, I'm a little. I'm not like other girls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's such a terrible. Be like other girls. Other girl, you know, like yeah. be yourself and everything like that. Wear makeup if you want. Don't wear makeup if you don't. But like, don't think that appealing, being cool, and guys liking you is is a good thing when they're assholes. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, I remember doing that though it, oh, when I was no, younger. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, that is that is the thing that I find most regrettable about my general upbringing was that I thought that I'm like, okay, I have to be, I, I want to be a bro. I'm, a, you know what I mean? I, I I play sports. I play video games. I'm not like the other girls. Da, da, da. I don't like. I even remember saying like, oh yeah, I don't have a lot of like female friends because they're so dramatic. You know, women. And I'm like, you are a woman, bitch. Wake yeah. up. <laughs> always, all Wake these other up. women always talking about men I hang out with who treat them badly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not like those girls. Like, it's just such yeah. a weird idea. And then I got into university, and then I was like, oh yeah, you just have to find women that are your women. Yeah. Because like I've met tons of men I didn't like. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just most like everybody. Most of them in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, most of them in this movie. This is like certainly. if they this is like if they did a voodoo doll of all the worst parts of men. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like no, it's not a voodoo doll, a Frankenstein. Or they're like, we're gonna take the toxic masculinity of this, mm-hmm. and have the insecurity of this, and like yeah. I think the most telling views on sex of this. 
Yeah, the, I, I think the most telling line in this movie is when Kate Hudson basically is like yelling at Dane Cook for not sleeping with her the first time they went out. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, I basically roofied myself. Oh, yeah. And I was like, that's the movie. <laughs> that's the movie right there. <laughs> they think that that's so funny. Yeah, and it's yeah, and it's just such a line where I'm like, okay, if you, all you need to know about this movie is this line. And you know everything you need to know about it. Yeah. It's gross. It's disgusting. Why are we doing this? I basically roofied my damn self. Uh, yeah. Not great. As a, as a woman that sent a chill up my spine. I don't know how yes. to... Cat Cat was watching this with me on the couch, and like at many points, she like was audibly upset and had to squirm. Like, like she's just like, oh. Yeah. This is one of those ones where yes. at times you're so embarrassed you turn the volume down a bit. Like I'm not. Yes. <laughs> like you can still hear it perfectly, but you're like, I just need to hear less of it. <laughs> I bet I could watch this this time. <laughs> yeah, like I could just I just need to turn this down yeah. or I'm eventually going to crawl inside of myself. Um another horrible part of this movie, which I I, I want to mention is there's a little bit of gay panic mi- mixed in with all this misogyny because of course there would be. Uh, where is where uh, Dustin or whatever is going dress shopping with Kate Hudson? Yeah, and there's this like quote unquote joke where it turns out that they think that he's the gay friend that you take dress shopping, mm-hmm. and like the sister even says something to the effect of like, "Oh yeah, you've got to bring yours." Like, there's nobody better to go dress shopping with. Yeah, and you're like. Sounds like you're bringing your like purse dog with you or something. No, like, isn't that <laughs> gross? Yeah, it's really gross. Oh, it's the- and also the assumption that you couldn't bring anybody else. You know what I mean? Like he has to be gay, or otherwise you couldn't bring him with you. Yeah, madness. Absolute madness. Yeah, and, and honestly, and this is what kind of makes uh, to me Kate Hudson a villain as well. Okay, because she to me is also not a good character. A because she gets back she gets back with Dane Cook. This movie would be significantly better to me if she didn't end up with either of these men. If she just said, Fuck it, we're not going to do this. I I just wanted to try something out for a little bit and yeah. clearly you're not it. I'm a successful lawyer. I'm hot. I can get whoever I want. I'm bouncing out of this. Had she had done that, that would have been a much more redeemable character in my mind. Well, and then that, movie, and then they both learn a lesson at least. And and in that version of the movie, the movie is about her and growing and learning that mm-hmm. it's not it's not this false dichotomy between the nice guy who's probably violent yeah. and creepy and following her around and the guy who intentionally treats women like garbage in order to impress them. Yes. And you go, you know what? There's some middle road here. I don't have to sell for any of these. I have agency as a human being. I'm going to go find that guy. But she, yes. and she, But she also does something else I dislike, which is I know this guy loves me. I'm going to keep pulling on the cord. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's like she keeps him around. She keeps saying, yeah, like we're friends. And he clearly like, still calls her all the time, still like, you know, is waiting with a hot beverage at the elevator. I'm Shit rolling like my that. eyes. You can't, yes. You can't, I, <laughs> I love when we do physical things and we're like, can you hear my eyes roll? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? So it's like you see this woman that is also kind of allowing this to happen to a degree. And there's always this argument of like, well, I still want them to be my friend and all this kind of stuff. But it's like, but you also know what you're doing. 
You're mm. allowing this behavior to happen. You're allowing this, um, something that is a little mentally off. You know what I mean? This person's a little unstable and you're not being a good friend by doing this. By being a good friend, you would say, I have to cut all ties with you because I don't think you can handle this. It's not something I want. So I'm not going to call you to go dress shopping with me because that's mean and cruel and yeah, rude. That's true. It is. Okay, there's, a, I, there's that side of it, yeah. I do understand that it's like, okay, if you have a friend forever and then they confess their love for you or whatever, if you both are on the exact same page, then that's fine. If you're, if the person's like, listen, I can get over it. I still just want to be your friend. No problem. But if they continually get rid of any reality that you've given them, okay? I'm going to win them back. I'm going to win you over. I'm going to show up at your house and yell at you because there's another dude here. I'm going to force my way into your home in the rain. I'm going to scream outside. I'm going, you know what I mean? I'm going to leave when Harry met Sally on your desk. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? There's too many clues here. You're being a dick, Kate. You're being a goddamn dick, okay? I've had people, not exactly like this, obviously, <laughs> over the top, whatever, but every once in a while, you know what I mean? You have a friend that comes out and is like, oh, you know what? Like, I love you or like I have feelings for you or whatever. And at that point, you have to be the responsible person because you're not the one that's blinded by emotion. They are. Mm-hmm. Be a good friend. Yeah, don't do this to people. Don't do this to people. Don't continue to put them through that. Yeah, Yeah. don't drag the rope being like, well, maybe one day, because that's for you. That's not for them. Yeah. It's for you because you think that, oh, if something happens or they can be my fallback or they're my backup or whatever, you know what I mean? And that's not kind or even accurate or good for yourself. Because if somebody is your number two, then they shouldn't be anybody to you in that sense. Mm -hmm. Romantically, it's Mm -hmm. number one or nothing. Yeah, that's a hard lesson to learn, but yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Kate, you're an adult. You're the only one that should be in control of her emotions here, and you're not. So you're also a fucking dick. (laughs) (laughs) Every person in this movie is a dick. Everybody's terrible. The friend that is pushing alcohol into Kate and going, okay, go out and get fucked. Now, I'm not going to say that I've never had this conversation with anybody, (laughs) okay? (laughs) Because I certainly have. But was it in underwear for no reason when no. <laughs> but upon reflection, yeah, this isn't necessarily the route that we should be taking. That's not maybe the safest way to go. About no. that. Yeah. I'm going to get you loaded and then send you out on a date with a man that you've just met Ugh. that you met in the park, by the way. So we don't uh, even have any base of relation here. You know yeah, what I mean? It's not like, oh, it's. Doug's brother. Yeah. You know, you know, old Doug, he's a good guy. We've, we've run into this. We've run into this guy at parties before. You know who he is. Mm hmm. I had another question too, which is, um, where is Dane's character finding these restaurants? I think there was some fleeting reference to, he goes on like bad Yelp reviews. No, it wasn't Yelp, but it was some similar thing. So, especially the first restaurant that he showed us, I'm like, what the Mexican one? Yeah, I'm like that's like, not a real place that's open. I refuse to believe that. <laughs> well, there's like a dog there's in a the dog kitchen, and like, and like the servers horribly. Uh, you know what I mean? Just I mean, like, one would hope if that does exist to get shut down pretty quickly. But I, I, that wasn't the worst part of that movie for me. I don't know, man. Watching that, I was like, I don't know. Maybe don't it's know. a, maybe it's a thing in the States where they're like, yeah. oh, we don't, there's so much, there's so many restaurants. We don't have enough people to look over these. <laughs> Small government, no health inspectors. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, yeah. dude. This, uh, yeah. I was just like, I don't understand where you could even... Uh, because I thought for a second, I was like, oh, maybe he's paying these people to be awful as well. But I'm like, oh, no, you're just finding these people. You live in a universe where all of these people exist and they're dicks. Yeah. yeah I guess so. It's a it's not. Nobody is right in this. No, except for maybe like the smallest side characters where it's like, oh, OK, I really feel for the hairdresser because like haircut moved his head oh, and gets his eyebrow, eyebrow cut off. off. Yeah, but I think we're stretching a little bit when we're like, you know that character that was in one scene and maybe had a line of dialogue? <laughs> I don't think there was Not anything objectionable person. about them. Everybody yeah. else who had more than two lines of dialogue turned out to be a total creep, loser, weirdo, uh, wrong in every way. Yeah, Truly. I think we're stretching a little bit. Here uh, yeah, I'm going to call it. Nothing, no one's right. No, yeah, no one is right. One time I made a bet with my dad that I would have had to shave my eyebrow off. Oh, just one? That's the kind, yes, that is the kind of bets we make in my family. Uh, <laughs> the ones that will affect you outside of the family. <laughs> now, is this an urban legend or do eyebrows grow back? Of, I heard like they don't grow back. Of course they grow back. I know. Like, Craig, makes, what are you saying right now? Because there's like, I don't know. I've heard it's like, well, if you shave it off, then it's never going to grow back. Like it's one of those weird things. But of course it's hair. It would grow back. Well, yeah, because you're also not, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why I thought that. Uh, I think maybe you can make the argument that if you um, shave it off, it takes an incredible amount of time to grow back because I think it grow, would grow back faster if you plucked it all out because then the hair follicle would know it would have to regrow. Whereas uh, if you shave it off, um, like eyebrows right, kind it, of have a, a, a life where they stop, right? I mean, it's not like yours it, do. <laughs> Well, I'm not old enough to be, you know what I mean? So maybe that's the argument, but yeah, I think they would eventually like goddamn centipedes on my face. Over eventually here. grow back. <laughs> if you did cut off one eyebrow, would your move be to cut off the second one though? Cause they make that decision in the movie. Wait, they the guy make gets it pretty quickly. Ac too. Accidentally gets one shaved off, which not the hairdresser's fault at all. You, dill you know hole. what I think I would do? What? Almost, I think I'd go eye patch. Whoa. <laughs> You know what I mean? Oh, I, that's a good call, Greg. That's you, a good call. You go eye patch and no eyebrow. No one's going to be like, well, a lot of people are going to be like, what happened? And you could have a, have a great story. Brilliant. But no one's going to be like, why do you only have one eyebrow? Brilliant. Right. They're going to be like, yeah. what happened? The eyebrows, like highly, the eyebrows, like a footnote in that story. <laughs> heavily invest in uh, sweatbands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just act surprised all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, I don't know, man. That eyebrow thing. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm really glad that I won the bet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a look for yeah, sure. Yeah. All my dad had to do was shave off his mustache. Oh, that's he, nothing. Oh, it really is something for my father. Uh, okay, okay, like, okay. He has zero. I'm talking 0% upper lip, 0%. So when you shaves his mustache off, he really looks like a turtle. And also <laughs> my dad hasn't, you got to understand that I had not at the time. When did this bet happen? Probably like, let's say eight years ago. This bet happened eight years ago. I still remember it. I took photos of my father because in my entire life. So I was 22 when this bet went down, his face or his the skin under his face there I had not been exposed to sunlight in my entire life like at no point had my dad had I ever seen in 22 years my dad shave his mustache right so it is 
noticeably different. It was like he was wearing a skin mustache. Like uh, I yeah, yeah, could yeah. not <laughs> stop laughing. I laughed for tw- like two hours and then anytime he re-entered the room, I would start laughing again. So and my mom made me promise we would never do a bet like that again because she can't stand it. She's like, I can't look at him. I can't fucking look at him. It would kill me every time. It's so funny. Uh, oh my I God. I love that that's a bet that you made though. Oh, all the time. All yeah, the time. My great. dad and I are always making bets that are ill-advised. <laughs> I think we have another mustache bet right now and if I lose, I have to jump into, uh, I have to to go for a polar bear dip. <laughs> I mean, that's fleeting. That is fleeting the and better than. has got to grow back over <laughs> like a month. <laughs> uh. oh, it looks like a goddamn turtle. <laughs> turtle reads. Um, I'm sorry, I had to lighten this up. I just hate. Uh, no, I hated a, this yep, movie so much. A, we made a terrible choice, Craig. I, you know, I'm gonna so take so responsibility for this. Oh, okay. Because okay. you asked me what movie we should we do. I was like, you know what? This was a poll pick. I'm just going to toss it out because I don't want to invest any more time <laughs> than I have. I'm not going to look at a trailer right now. Yeah. It's too late. I'm too tired. I'm not going to do it. And I'm I'm going to call it. This is my bad. This is Craig. Yeah. This is my bad. And when this comes out, this is the day after Christmas. Uh, oh, you guys are slacking off too. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're at work, uh, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're at work. Uh, uh, but you're not. De- let's, let's face it. You're not putting in your best, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we're taking a, we're, that's what we're doing. We're, we're, we're we took ta- a knee on this day. Yeah. <laughs> we said, you know what? I'm just going to watch some pure trash garbage. Pure trash garbage. Uh, Did, yeah. I feel like Dane Cook wrote this movie. <laughs> It feels like it was written by Dave Cook. Or, or that he was like, or he, he went not. on, he went on record afterwards and was like, yeah, you know, like I improved a lot, a lot of, of my lines. <laughs> the part where I whipped out my dick. Yeah. To my, uh, my mother-in-law mother. I also told horribly, horribly dirty jokes to children. Yes. I wrote all I, these I down. dropped a grandmother. Dropped uh, the grandmother was, I think the worst thing that happened in that entire yeah, that movie. That woman broke a hip for sure. She's, yes. She went to the hospital. Yes. Okay, at they chairs wedding. up over her shoulder and he just lets go and answers a phone call. There were so many opportunities for him just to I think that what bothered me about that scene is it's so late in the movie. It's one of the one of the last scenes that ha- it, it's yeah. in like the last five scenes, let's for say. For sure. So it's in the last quarter of the movie. This is when we're supposed to be in redemption mode, okay? This was supposed to be a redeeming moment. There is at no point other than, let's say, the last 30 fucking seconds of this film, do we have anybody do anything that's kind of nice? And you say, there's no real climax to this movie. The climax to this movie is just him being more of a dick and then later not paying for it at all. Yeah, his sort of revelation is that he needs to be a good friend to Dustin and doesn't think he can be a good enough man for Kate Hudson. So he goes, you know what, buddy? She's all yours. With And then proceeds to be a total ass. Mm-hmm. There's no good people in this movie. Everyone's a villain. Nobody's right. <laughs> Nobody is right. We have failed the title of this podcast today. <laughs> There's not, nothing well, I can say. <laughs> what a way to end 2019, everybody. <laughs> Oh my God, is this our last one? This is our last one. Fucking hell. No, we're going to start with a bang. We're going to start with a bang. Yeah, we picked a real good one. We're going to start with sparkles. Here's what I propose, Rebecca. Uh, We have done a kind of spooky movie month. Yes. We've done a kind of Christmas movie month. Yes. I say at some point we do 
It's a gotta be good movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no that's garbage. What, that's what January is. All we'll right? try and do good movies. January. That's our New Year's resolution. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> January is going to be all no, sparklers. Kind of good movie. <laughs> yeah. Movies that you have seen, or if you did watch it, you'd enjoy, enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. That is our promise, promise. to you. January. <laughs> because uh, good Christ. <laughs> good Christ, indeed. Uh, anything else you want to say about this garbage fire of a movie? No, I don't think so. I, right. I think the internet is trying to bury it, and rightly so. And do not watch this movie. And good Lord, just thank you to our Patreons for not picking this movie. You, We should have deferred to your judgment. You, every time. Every time. There was a clear reason why this wasn't chosen. <laughs> Why this was third place. <laughs> and you were super duper correct. <laughs> Keep being amazing and better yeah. than us. <laughs> uh, so time for our definitive rankings of the villain. Uh, so I've got uh, I've got the Dane Cook scale. Okay, great. So Dane, uh, also a name for someone from who is Danish, right? Mm-hmm. The Dane. So I did the country way of cooking a food scale. Jesus, Murphy. <laughs> This is the thing that occurred to me on the drive over here. So We're the really Cooks, out yeah. there today. Yeah. So uh, from French fry, right, to London broil, uh, I am giving this a Korean barbecue because uh, it's uh, was comes out to you and is not fully cooked. They did not all right. <laughs> do this well at all. Okay, I've got uh, I've got the douchebag scale from uh, yep. frosted tips to uh, dude she roofied herself. I give this dude, I totally roofied the girl. (laughs) This is awful. Everything about it is awful. You cannot get higher douchebaggery than the the two hours that is this movie or hour and a half, whatever. Hour 40. It it felt like a lifetime. (laughs) A lifetime. And uh, it's the worst. Everyone is a dumpster fire. I hate this movie. Yeah. Terrible, terrible, and terrible, terrible. Before we get to our heroes and villains <laughs> of the week, uh, a couple ways you can support the podcast. Uh, uh, yeah, please like and subscribe. Uh, g- leave us a little review if, yeah. you, if you wouldn't mind. Helps it, us move up the rankings. Yes. Uh, please follow us at VWR Podcast on Twitter. Like our Facebook page, The Villain Was Right. Uh, email us at villainwasright at gmail.com. We With suggestions other than this. <laughs> uh, yes. Other than this one, if you suggested this. Someone did. Somebody did. Well, your prank has been successful, yeah, sir. We, we Good job. It up. Yep. Good job. Uh, <laughs> you, you fully fooled us. You got us. <laughs> um, and yeah, if you uh, if you want to say in which which ones we uh, do in the future, you can head on over to patreon.com slash the villain was right and sign up as our two face level patron. Uh, once a month, we're going to do a episode where you, the patrons, decide uh, what we're going to do. Um, so head on over there and uh, sign up and vote now. We also have bonus episodes and everything like that uh so go ahead and check that out and uh if you're listening still to this episode thank you so much you are our best fans ever and uh yeah. we love you <laughs> and now it's time for our hero and villain of the week yeah i've got a dark one craig i'm okay. sorry it is just this whole movie reminded me of just try i was just like oh who's i was trying to think of who the worst boyfriend i've ever had is okay and well, one came to mind, but I'm going to talk about the secondary one because <laughs> it's uh, truly horrifying. Uh, this guy is definitely a villain. Uh, everyone in this story is a villain, but I believe myself or, and the person that drove me home. Uh, one time when I was in high school, I went to a party and I was kind of like I was like loosely dating this guy. I kind of thought he, I was like this guy, honestly, kind of 
like Dane Cook in this movie. Like he was just a dick mm-hmm. and he was always a dick, but I was in high school and I kind of thought that was kind of cool. And like he had a bunch of parties at his house and I was always over and I was like, oh, you know what? Like maybe if I like you get this idea of like, oh, like he's going to open up to me or he's not going to be a dick to me or like I'm going to change him or whatever. You know what I mean? I'm 16. I'm a fucking idiot. Um, so we go to this party that's at his uh, I believe it's at his house. No, a uh, friend's house of his. And I get, uh, I get a little drunk. How old am I? Am I 16? No, I'm 17. Anyway, I get a little drunk, okay? I get uh, drunk enough and I'm supposed to stay, like we're all just supposed to be staying over this house, whatever, right? So I like pass out on this couch and I wake up. I, <laughs> this makes me, when I tell this story, it makes me so mad because like, I'm like, now that I am the person I am, I would have handled this so differently. Anyway, but I wake up to somebody trying to go down my pants and I am like, but I'm like still pretty drunk. So I'm like, kind of like, what's going on? Right? Like I kind of just swat the guy away. Obviously not my boyfriend It's not the guy that I'm dating at the time. It is this, it's one of his friends. Okay. So then I kind of like, I'm kind of still sleepy, drunk, whatever. And he tries again. And at this point I have the forethought of like, oh, I have to get up or I'm about to be sexually assaulted. Like that's what's about to happen to me. Now, luckily in this timeline, I am not so drunk that I cannot get up and defend myself and these sorts of things, right? So if I'm any drunker, I'm fucked in this moment. But I wake up and I get up and I'm like, this is okay. Like, and I'm starting to get amped up. I'm like, okay, this is crazy. Like this can't happen. Like, well, I can't believe this guy's doing this, right? So then I go to the, the guy I'm dating at the time and I'm like, listen, like this is what just happened. And I gotta tell you, and I'm not making this up, Craig, this was his response to it, is uh, he told me to, and I quote, stop ruining the party. I'm gonna let that, yeah. Can you, imagine, can you imagine? So he's like, stop ruining the party. And then I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, you're making too big of a deal out of this. Don't get upset, okay? Whatever, we're all just trying to have a fun time. Stop ruining the party. Uh-huh. And I was just like beside myself, cause I'm, you know what I mean? I'm younger, in this moment I'm like, maybe I am making too big of a deal about this. Cause you, and I know this sounds crazy now, but at the time, this is truly 100% what I felt. And then somebody ended up driving me. One of my uh, guy friends was like, oh, listen, like, he kind of like knew, he saw the whole thing going down and going and just stepped in and was like, you know what? I'm going to drive you home if that's cool. Like, I can totally drive you home right now if you want. I haven't had anything to drink. Da, 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 da. And I was like, yeah, that'd be great. And he drove me home and we didn't end up dating anymore, obviously. Wow. But like when I think about it, it just drives yeah, me crazy it. because as uh, as an older woman now I'm like I should have kicked some serious ass okay I should have went fucking rampage on that party that party's over okay and I don't give a fuck I'm ending the party but at the time I was so inside of myself like oh my god maybe I am overreacting mm-hmm. like Oh, you, you know what I mean? Passed out girl is an easy target after all. Uh, oh fuck. my God. <laughs> anyway, so that's why I wanted to do mine first, Craig. <laughs> and that's number I thought, two, everybody. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's number two. <laughs> Uh, we'll get to uh, number one one day. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do well, it I, sometime. I, that sounds infuriating. I'm sorry. That <laughs> uh, so mine a little more lighthearted. Uh, Yay! Hopefully, you know, if you celebrate Christmas, you had a good one. Uh, this is kind of, I am the villain of this story uh, where it was um, me and my ex and we had been dating for a, a few years at that mm-hmm. point. And 
I'm a guy who doesn't really like presents. Uh, Excuse me. Yeah, I don't, it makes me feel weird. Like, me and my family don't really exchange presents anymore at Christmas. Like, we get stuff for the nieces and nephews and we're yeah. like, get you a couple toys and like, I might take a bottle of wine or rye to my dad's for Christmas. But we're all just going to get together. Mm. We're going to have a good day. Like, I like Christmas. Yeah. I like being with friends and family. But presents to me are largely unnecessary. Yeah. Even for birthdays. I don't get birthday presents for any of my sisters or anything like that. And they don't get them for me. We're all cool with it. But uh, this was back when we were giving gifts as a family, right? And it was like too much, right? Because like there's this thing I find where if as an adult, if I wanted it, I'd buy it myself. Except if it's too expensive, in which case you're not going to get it to me as a gift. Yes. You know what I mean? No, I totally get it. Yeah. So um, so that was happening. So my ex at the time, I was kind of just talking to her and I was just like, you know, like I really don't like gifts, you know, mm-hmm. like some like some of them are so wasteful, especially like stockings, right? Because they like, put these little like funny little toys in there. Yeah. And I was like, and my sister like last year, you know, she wrapped up all these uh, she wrapped up all these presents with these like, you know, cheap little dollar store toys like tied onto bows um, on, on the box. And I go, and that was so wasteful. Like what, like, we're not going to use any of those. It's just cheap plastic that we're going to throw out. Like it's, it's unnecessary. It's wasteful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I, I don't care for it. And we've got to like deal with all that in Christmas time. And I'm just kind of venting. And my ex goes, that wasn't your sister that did that. That was me. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> and I go, busted. Dude. Oh, <laughs> And she goes, no, that's fine. I know how you feel about it now. And it was like, I was like, I felt like such an at, like that's such so an ungrateful funny. ass. Cause you know, oh. no, but I do agree though. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Like, right. Like now we pretty much just like, I'm literally sending my mom a, a link to a pair of boots I want. And she's like, perfect. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> like that's how we do it. You yeah. know what I mean? We don't care anymore. We're fucking adults. Dude. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So that, that was, but big mistake on my behalf. Uh, just, Smile and say, <laughs> say that. Well, you. that's a cuter yeah. story than what I had. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good way to end uh, 2019. Uh, I think that does it for us. Rebecca, where can people find you? Oh, uh, you can find me at Rebecca Reads. And I believe, when's this drop? The 26th? December 6th. 26th. Yeah. 26th. So uh, my album it is out today. Literally today. So if you could uh, either you can buy that on um, Apple Music or you can stream it on Spotify. Look out for it on SiriusXM. I'm hoping it's going to be popping up. And yeah, just uh, wherever you can stream it, it'll be there. Check it out, please. I would love you to I said do it this, up. I've said this before. Rebecca's album is Dynamite. You guys def- definitely need to listen to it. Go get it right Super now. Super excited. It's called Buddy. So check that Rebecca out. Rebecca Buddy. So good. Uh, and you can pick me at uh, Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook, Twitter, CraigFay.com for show dates. Um, and that is it for The Villain Was Right. Uh, next week, we are handling Office Space. Much better. <laughs> Much better movie. A redemption movie uh, for you. So stay tuned for that. And until then, this is The Villain Was Right reminding you not to watch this movie. <laughs> The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Rivemi for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. <laughs>